If you love Haunters Podcast, then you will love the Hard Work Works Fitness app. It's available in your app store right now for download. You can purchase a membership for only $10 a month, and that'll get you three new workouts every single week designed for minimal to no equipment at all. It's designed for all ages and ability levels. You can literally work out anywhere in the world at any time as well. There's no contract. You can cancel anytime and even keep all of your workouts. Hurry up up and download the Hard Work Works Fitness app today and join the hustle right now. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunter's Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. With me, as always, he burped directly in my ear right before we went live. And yes, my email is excited. It's blinging and beeping to bring him into the show. Zach Hilton. Look, I don't know why you had to call it out on the show. I mean, I did it before you were going to say your line. What's up with that? Uh, what's up with that, man, is it was right in my, my headset. And my I'm half deaf because I like to blast Led Zeppelin in my ears. So uh-huh. I have to crank my volume up loud. So all I got right before we went live was your delicious smelling, I'm going to guess, coffee. You had coffee. No, no, I ate lunch. I oh. ate lunch. I had a sandwich and some Cool Ranch Dorito chips. Ah, damn it. I wish I could have smelled the Cool Ranch off your breath. Oh, it's, it's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. You know this what else? This is disgusting. Yeah, it is. I was, that's why I was going to be like, you know what else is cool? And try and segue really poorly out of it. Uh, talking okay. about haunted attractions and haunted things. And that's what this podcast does, Zach. Yeah, 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 we do. We do it on a normal basis yeah. because we have a Patreon. You can sign up for this said Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Hunters Podcast. And we put all kinds of content for different tiers. $1 tier, you get Iconic, which this week we will be doing uh, Trimmers. <laughs> so excited to do that. Uh, let me tell you, I can't wait to talk to you about it. And, uh, didn't you just um, watch it? Didn't you just finish it? Oh, I just watched it. Oh, man. I just mm, it. It's going to be so... Okay. This is going to be a good episode, guys. You're going to want to be on the Patreon for that. <laughs> but also, for a dollar, <laughs> you get the Slasher Report, which Ooh. the Slasher Report will be next weekend, and I will be giving my spoiler review, and I'm imagining uh, Wonderful will give his spoiler review of The Invisible Man. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I get to see it tonight, so I'm gonna have yeah, a how'd you swing that? review. Um, I have press screening passes, bro. Oh, you got back in touch with her. That's awesome, bro. Oh yeah, I'm all I'm all in, baby. I'm excited uh, for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm only gonna use it for the horror stuff. So hey, well, I know. um yeah, so that's all the dollar tier, two dollar tier. You get Slay Girl Slay and uh, Crypt of Horror. Um, and then the five dollar tier gets special commentaries, special episodes, and a QA that's exclusive for them. And right now we have that QA going on right now. Nice. So I want to give a shout out to Chad Woodard. Bernard Brown and Mark Andrews for thanking them uh, for being $5 Patreons and producers of this show. So they are the producers of Hunter's Podcast. We thank them so very much. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all the stuff that's going on on the Patreon. And if you want to keep up with all of that, plus everything else, and I'm sure Zach will be tweeting out 
Uh, non-spoiler, of course, afterwards, but you can follow us on Twitter, at HauntersPod, Haunters, P-O-D, and on Facebook, where I'm also sure that our lovely interns will get your notes and pass it along on the Facebook as well, Facebook.com, Haunters Podcast. You give us a search there. And right now, there's also on the YouTube page, uh, Zach, you and Brooke made Disney treats. You guys made some treats. It was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Disney Villains is going on right now, and since we're not there, but we want to eat the yummy, yummy good stuff, we decided we were going to make the uh, the Royal Majesty Cake Pop and the Hearts on Fire drink that they're selling right now at Disney Villains, and it was a good time. It was a fun process, and watch the video to see how everything turned out. You can yes. also listen to all of our podcasts on every streaming platform, and I know this because i just googled haunters podcast one day and there's like formats i don't even know how they exist but we're on it okay that's awesome hey listen if you're taking the show and sharing it on other formats i don't care get this show out there man let people let people hear it and if you hear it and this is the first time you're hearing it please leave us a a message rate the show review the show wherever you're listening from and uh because uh, that helps other people find it. So that's, that's a great thing as well. For show. Do that. Getting it for show. Yeah, for show. Okay, so now that we just uh, spent all that time uh, on self-promotion, I think it's time for us to dive into some Halloween Horror Nights news there, Zach. And I hear yeah. that The Walking Dead is uh, on the agenda. Yeah, so um, I don't know if it's Universal Hollywood exclusive or if it's coming back to Florida, but HHNUnofficial.com has an article that said Universal accidentally announces first house of 2020. So Universal Studios Hollywood have accidentally on purpose, question mark, announced Mm -hmm. the first maze in a press release with the upcoming closure of the full-time Walking Dead attraction. They announced that the TV show would return this fall as a maze at HHN Hollywood. Here's a sentence that is buried in the text of the closure um, of The Walking Dead. It reads, we look forward to the return of The Walking Dead as a focal point of our slate at Halloween Horror Nights mazes this fall. So, you know, that's what they accidentally released. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know. I I want your feelings. You are the hugest. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm still a huge fan. I was all about the mid season premiere this past weekend. I loved Negan banging alpha spoiler alert for Mm -hmm. all of you out there. Like that Mm -hmm. was hot. Uh, especially with her wearing her whisperer mask. Oh, so sexy. Uh, but <laughs> if, if, yeah, if you want my take on this, my take is oh, good luck because there are a few of us left that are huge. I say few of us. I mean, it's still the highest rated show on AMC, but it's not mm-hmm. pulling in numbers equivalent to Sunday Night Football, which usually always wins every Sunday is is beating The Walking Dead again. It's not pulling football numbers anymore. It's not the hottest thing in the world. It's like people like my dad's age and like me who are like, I, I'm just so committed at this point, man. I didn't I didn't bail. I didn't bail in season seven. I'm I'm still here. I'm still on this ride, and, and I'm I'm staying on it until it it never dies, because uh, you mm-hmm. can't ever kill the dead. But but good luck for them. And and if it if it comes to Florida. I'll be excited, but I don't think overall this is something that's going to make a lot of people like, yes, 
especially in in Hollywood where this has been a fixture for <laughs> how many years, all year round? A few years, <laughs> you know, now. like yeah, for a few years all year round. So I don't know. I'm curious um, about yours though, as a non fan that has seen this vanish for a couple of years. Well, not even as a non fan that has been around of the since show. The TV show yeah. has, but I've been around since going to HHN since its encompassing. Uh, stance in HHN Florida. So I don't know why I keep saying Florida, Orlando. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've been through one of the original houses, if not the original. I think it was the original because I remember the dead don't open door thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Dead inside, don't open. Yeah. Um, so I've been through that house. I've been through it when it was all the scare zones or just the scare zone or another house. Hell, 25 we went to um, and you were super excited. And that house, I physically said I was skipping the entire time. It wasn't like a time run out scenario and I just didn't want to go. I just pick and cho- chose other things I wanted to do. Um, that all being said, I'm not against going inside this walking dead house this year. And the reason why is because it hasn't been a focal point in HHN for so long that, okay, cool. This is your zombie thing. It's just like zombie land last year where that was the zombie fixture for the year. And now coming with walking dead, if it does come to Florida, it's not the same kind of zombie. It's not funny. It's not being a comedy. So I think I can picture myself going into it and I know it's going to play out whatever season it's going to play, or maybe it'll be a mashup of multiple seasons since it hasn't been around. Um, But I, I can see myself going to this, especially if it's not the premiere thing that we're promoting, if it's something like how HHN 28 promoted Halloween four, where it's a big house, it's just not the biggest house. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think I can totally see myself going to the house this year. Okay. You mentioned something interesting. Uh, you said you brought up the idea of it's the zombie thing. You're right. It is the zombie thing. And I guess you could circulate back in the walking dead through that. Cause it is still, IP name recognition because again it's, mm-hmm. it's still pulling numbers it's not like it's not like it's it's pull, it's pulling higher numbers than Monday Night Raw right now let's put it that way and Friday right. Night Smackdown let's put it that right. way uh, right but so there's my there's my wrestling jab of the yeah, week. you know what <laughs> that was so forced and strange because I'm like those have nothing to do with each other I know but I'm just <laughs> I'm just taking a jab of Screw it. It's still getting better ratings. Suck it, haters. Uh, but oh but you mentioned God. the different zombie thing. The thing is, is that where they are at in the show, it would be really different because I don't know where you stopped in the comics or for people listening, if they're reading the comics or watching the show or catching up, where the zombies are now, there's a group in there that dresses in the zombie suits, like skin zombies, wears them and walks amongst the zombies now. So mm-hmm. if they're doing the season from mid season nine to 10 to where they are right now, you'll, you'll probably not just get zombies. You'll get humans dressed as zombies that are actually humans coming at you as well. And that's cool. I mean, that's more so like, okay. With you saying something like that, that's not really going to phase a non-watcher. Like if I go into it, I'm not going to really pull off being like, Oh my God, that's a 
person dressed? Why is he dressed like that? I have to watch well, the show. No, no, no. Like, I don't think I it's going to make you, you watch the I mean? show, but I'm just saying that there's a way that they can make it very different where you have human yeah. dressed wearing a zombie mask, though, and they're carrying like real weapons as opposed to the, oh, no, don't let him touch you. Like, it's like, oh, oh, no, mm. crap. This person's got a knife and is coming at me now dressed as a zombie. What the hell? Uh, like, right. <laughs> why do they right. have a bat? Why, why do they have Lucille? What's happening? Like, that that's what I mean mm-hmm. by you could kind of see a little bit of a difference because you'll get the traditional, but then you'll get a re- weird random thing as well. And that's cool. I'm completely down with if you can change it up and if story-wise, and obviously I have all the faith in HHA yeah. Creative because they pull off storytelling through houses all the time. But like I I just look at it. It's It's going to be interesting if it does come here. Do you think this means it is coming or is this one of those this is the exclusive house for Hollywood? Kind of like how... Um, creep show was last year Mm, i i don't know uh this could just end up being a hollywood exclusive just because they've Mm -hmm. had it there for so long uh but i don't know if this is like the creep show exclusive one for them i think that they probably got they probably got a bigger ip that they're gonna announce that for whatever reason they just do out in in la uh as opposed to bringing out east I could see Mm -hmm. the walking dead coming back because circling it back again to you mentioning this is the zombie thing that you usually get every year. It's just bringing it like, that's why I think it could come back East because if they want to do zombies again, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head outside of this show. That's still zombie wise. But if you want to put another twist on it, it doesn't have to just be the walking dead. They have fear the walking dead. They have that new one that's going to take place outside of uh, Richmond that I think actually debuts this year. Uh, Mm -hmm. Or yeah, Richmond in DC because they filmed it in Richmond. Because I actually got to walk. I last time I was in Richmond, actually they had just filmed there, so I actually got to see some of the signs that were still left up for the "Don't Dead This Way" type oh, stuff. Wow. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Because uh, I had, uh, why didn't you take pictures? I didn't think to do it because I was I was hanging out with a girl, so I was more like, "Hey, what's going to happen with this?" <laughs> oh lord! Did anything come out of it? Uh, I got to see the Are signs. You dating? <laughs> Are you dating her? No. Are you guys boyfriend and girlfriend? No. Uh, then you should have taken the picture. I should have. But either way, uh, you could <laughs> you could do stuff like that as well. Uh, all I ask for is that if they were to do The Walking Dead. Don't make me crawl through the cave like they did in the mid-season premiere because I could barely watch that episode. Um, I don't see HHN <laughs> doing anything crawly. I mean, hey, I just went through a house. I went through Frightmare uh, La Bite, and there is a crawl section. Yeah, uh, through different it. different houses though. Totally different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like HHN isn't going to lawsuit their ass up. You know? No, what I mean? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making a joke about my claustrophobia. Oh, I know, I know. Um, I would, uh, but see, that's the thing. That's a little, a bit of a difference that would be kind of cool to go through if it was possible. Yeah. Um, or maybe some way they can uh make a way to look like you're about to go through that, but walking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could they could probably yeah, no, pull man. it off. But yeah, I don't know. Uh do you think uh Walking Dead is gonna come back east? Ah, <sighs> you know, there's just this like little part of me that's going to say yes because you know, you mentioned in previous podcasts, even on the um the uh 
the one we do with the with the Patreon. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, even on the Patreon, you've mentioned that like there's a movie coming out, yeah. and you know this could be AMC throwing money at Universal, being like, okay, we're about to revamp into trying to promote ourselves even higher like how we were during our heyday at HHN. So I could see them coming to Florida with it. But at the same time, you know, if they just stick in Hollywood and try it out and then maybe when, because when does the movie come out? Uh, you know, that keeps floating. Let me see if I can find that really quickly. Rick Grimes movie. Cause that keeps floating out. They, right. they keep saying it would be this year, but they they ran like a trailer, yeah. But th that's the thing. Like at comic at New York uh, Comic Con, I think they ran something that was like it's coming this year. Uh, oh, weird. But then again, I don't really see much of anything about like they're off shooting or this and that. And I feel like they're gonna find a way right. to. I, and I feel like they're gonna find a way to write uh, deny Michonne, mm -hmm. but yeah. she's so big now that we know her by her real name. I feel like they're gonna write her off the show to get her to the movie. So and oh. she's still on the show. Because this is this, mm -hmm. they, she's announced that she's she's leaving the main show after this season. Right. So they are finding, you know, we're reaching her final couple episodes on AMC. So I feel like I don't because I just don't. I see them taking the Rick Grimes route where they're not going to kill her. They're going to find a way to get her into something else because she's still money for them. Um, right. But I, yeah, there's no yeah, says, there's no it's date pre-production. Yeah. Um, there's no date. I bet this so, is one of those things that honestly probably never happens, actually, the movie. <laughs> well, maybe, I, I mean, is. I don't necessarily say that just because there is a writer on the movie, there is a director on the movie. Uh, um, so I do expect them to try to, but that's why I'm saying, going back to what my point was going to be, I wonder if Hollywood does a Walking Dead attraction this year, uh, kind of you know, as a promotion kind of way. And then maybe next year for 31, they do uh, a different walking dead house at Hollywood, maybe the movie while Orlando gets the, the secondhand version for eight HHN 31. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying there. Uh, that could, yeah, that could work and keep it going. And it seems like, because I also was trying to find, uh, I feel like they have a connection, AMC and Universal, that they're mm -hmm. by, uh, they're bound in a way making films together. I feel like there's a connection there outside of the fact that there's the oh. AMC, Universal, uh, City Walking, California. Right. I mean, there there could be that um, Universal is going to be the distributor of the film. That might be, that might be where I'm getting the ideas of they're connected in a way on this. Cause I feel like they're already connected to the walking dead. Right. So that could be it with right. the Rick Grimes movies that they, that they were playing. maybe that was it. Universal. Um, yeah. I just Googled walking dead movie distributor and universal pictures came up there and it, it says, is. yeah. And it says in July, 2019, it was revealed that the films will be released in theater rather on television. The series will follow the continued Avengers of rip, Rick um, serving 
uh, Gimple serving as a screenwriter of the <laughs> film and Universal Pictures distributing it. So okay. yes, it, it like now reading that you bet your ass yep. we're getting Walking Dead. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I'm I'm just like Negan, man. I'm I'm really excited about this, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally into this now. Uh, yeah, no, I knew there was a connection there. I knew there was something that had Universal and them bound together in a way. Thank you for finding that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, because I was going through stuff. I was like, where is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think now reading that, I think I may be even like if we don't both get them and Hollywood does get it, then yes, in 2021, when the movie comes out, that's 100 percent what we're getting. Because now here's my question. Is the movie a summer blockbuster or does it come out in October for Halloween? I bet you it comes out probably pre it's either going to come out some point pre the new season, which means it'll be like a late September, early October release right around HHN. Okay. Uh, or they'll slide it in between the mid season of the main show. Yeah. So it'll get like that, uh, a January drop, which we all know what that means. <laughs> I, I mean, but you know what? There's been some good. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, um, I would. Well, what I would say though that makes sense. Well, I was. What I would say though is that the only difference is if they're dropping it in the middle of January, they have a game plan. Right. They're they're doing it specifically right. because they're trying to time it out to not interfere with the show or to make the fans like me who are solely on the main show still. Because I quit on Fear the Walking Dead after the second season. I just realized it would become too much with the amount of content mm-hmm. we have in the world to subscribe right. to. Two, let alone now they want three shows for fans to, you know, be connected to. No, I'm, right. I'm, I can, I'm, I'm good with the one. So, you know, if they're trying to get me to go, I feel like they would be like, and now two weeks after it ends and you're all like, wait until February, here comes Rick Grimes. Thank you. You know, like I yeah. would go, I would absolutely rush out to see that. So that, that would just be a strategic for them. Uh, not yeah, because I, not, not for a studio I, dump. I would definitely, definitely release the movie in between seasons or, you know, if there's a break or whatever, but yeah, I can, I can definitely see that, but yeah, so that's the rumor. Uh, they may have accidentally announced it. I don't think it'll be the main property. I think they'll treat it like how they treat the purge and stuff like that. A focal point, just not the, the ABC of what's to come at 30. No, no, this is, this is definitely still grabbing that niche audience. That's, that's still addicted to this, this product after all these years and is like, no, we, we, we still want it and we'll still come and support it. So, right. All right. Cool. Cool beans. So the walking dead, expect that back, expect more dead, uh, at your Halloween horror nights very soon. When we come back, we'll uh, just shut up. We'll do an uh, HHN <laughs> retrospective on uh, 1995. So uh, stick around for yeah. that. It's Hunter's Podcast.
Hey there, podcast fans. I am Cassie, and I'm the host of Disflix and Tippets, <laughs> my solo movie podcast about Disney company movies from the past, present, <laughs> and all the little extras, movie news, and experiments on nostalgia. <laughs> Welcome back, Haunters Podcast, at Haunters Pod on Twitter, Haunters Podcast if you search Facebook, and find the YouTube page, Zach, where uh, you and uh, lovely Ladybrook made some Disney villain, uh, you know, uh, candies and snacks over there and drinks and all that fun stuff on the YouTubes. Yeah, we talked about this before. I know. It's called resell. You reset. Reselling. <laughs> Telling everybody, you well, know, you after a commercial break. Uh, we, t- we took a break. You don't know who's joining the program now. Don't hate me because I do radio and I'm expecting people to tune out and tune back in, all right? Don't hate me yeah, for that. because somebody's going to start mid-podcast. <laughs> you you know never... I don't want to listen to the beginning. I'm jumping right after that ad. You know what? Maybe they are. Maybe they are because maybe they were like, I'm here. For the Halloween Horror Nights retrospective of 1995. I mean, you're not wrong. I'll just <laughs> put it that way. Uh, which is actually uh, what we're going to talk about right now. We are going to talk about Halloween yes. Horror Nights 1995 because uh, apparently I'm not allowed to reset anything. So let's just move <laughs> on with the show there, Zach. I mean, you could have been like, hey, the YouTube page where you and Brooke went through Love Bites. And then uh-huh. I'd be like, yeah, I know. How great was that uh, walkthrough? Not only that, in March, they have a new one, uh, a new haunt at Frightmare. They're going to have a March 21st event that's like the Leprechaun or whatever it is. I'm and that's the Leprechaun. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't try to stop me, fat boy. <laughs> oh my god but yeah so wayne's Frightmare, world 2 it, classic i love wayne's world 2 i love wayne's so world 2 buddy so do i <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so frightmare does have an event in march march 21st if you get in the line before nine you are guaranteed to get inside the house but yeah this one's called leprechaun's revenge Mm. March 21st. But, and I'll even say this. You know what I'm going to tell you right now? He didn't tell me. He messaged us. He messaged our Facebook. Mark said he has another announcement coming. Does he know? Mm. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, Mm. but apparently he always looks for pissers. He always looks for crappers. Apparently this is going to make you diarrhea. Oh my goodness. Mm. I did see that, which made me laugh (laughs) because I looked out at my phone and I see... It's going to make you diarrhea. I was like, oh, Mark, you're so adorable. You know the way to my heart. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, my God. But this is the HHN retrospective. Yes. And this year, this year is 1995. Woo. We're talking about Halloween Horror Nights. Five and this year, this is the year you would have gone all in. Oh, yeah. You know why? Why is that? Because the Crypt Keeper was the icon oh, of son the of a bitch. <laughs> yep, that's right. This is the first year that the Crypt Keeper, which is great because our Patreon, there's a show, Crypt of Horror, oh. that wonderful hosts where he's re-watching all of Tales from the Crypt. So not only is he re-watching Tales from the Crypt, he's reliving HHN5, baby. I will. Um, 
Yeah. So this this year, it it seemed like an, a gangbusters event because it's the last year that uh, the Dungeon of Terror was going to be at the event until mm. later on. We'll get into that in further years, but. Um, it was called Crypt Keeper's Dungeon of Terror this time, so I even think like the Crypt Keeper was inside it at some point. Uh, we also have Universal's House of Horror, which Ooh. apparently in the house there was two paths, and when you go inside of it, you get meet by you know all the monsters, but you can either go through uh, one path, which would lead you to like all the old school monsters. And then I don't know what exactly it means, but if you go the other path, it would have been the new school monsters. Ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Crazy. Why, why right? would new school be considered? Well, I feel like this is what 1995. Five? Yes. So what, what do you consider? I mean, did they just put people's under the stairs in there? Yeah. Did it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because like, Scream hadn't come out yet. So, like, because no. to me, when I start thinking the newer age icons, like Ghostface Killer is the first is where I think it begins. And then, right. and then it become it's like, what was that mid 80s to early 90s? I mean, you could put in Jason, you could put in Freddy, Chucky. Things uh, that of was that probably nature. the newer. That was probably the newer then. I bet you that was considered the newer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would. If you went to HHN5 or know anything, hey, tell us about it. Reach us on at Hunter's Pod. Let yeah. us know exactly what they're talking about. From the footage that I saw from uh, Theme Park History, like it would just show Frankenstein's monster in a cage when they were talking about it. So oh, okay. <laughs> if you can give me more about it, that'd be great. Um, this is also the year that had Terror Underground Transit to torment and it was basically going through the subways of new york um and stuff oh, like that so that creepy, i really creepy stuff. yeah yeah trust me <laughs> going through the subways <laughs> of new york very creepy uh <laughs> yeah yeah um and then this year was also the um the first time they used scare actors as a thing and we have scare zones and one of the scare zones was midway of the bazaar um, yeah, it sounds pretty creepy. Sounds the one thing that's wild because on the map that I'm looking at, the the scare zones and the houses all have this skull and crossbones by them, and at the bottom of the map it says super scare zones. So I was like, do you call even the houses scare zones at this time? Like that's wild to me. Hmm. That is yeah. a weird. That is a um, weird. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. But for the rest of it, we still had Confrontation, uh, Rock of Ages. We had Hitchcock's 3D Theater. We also had the freakish acts reach out from the grave to entertain you. Mm. Um, we had Beetlejuice's Plague Ground. <laughs> Clever. Right. We still had Beetlejuice's Rock and Roll Graveyard Review. We have Bill and Ted Echo... Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure 4, Jaws is Kicking, Back to the Future, The Ride is Rocking, uh -huh. and The Price is Fright. So we still talked, um, we talked about Price is Fright last time, so that's obviously yeah. a returning show. But, I mean, honestly, and also, yeah, The Rock's, uh, Rock of Ages showtimes are up there. So, I don't know, man, like... You get the Crypt Keeper being the master of ceremonies. Yeah. Um, you get probably multiple things with him 
at it, like, you know, the opening ceremonies and such like that. Um, I don't know. I feel like this event, and it had a tagline. It was called Halloween Horror Nights 5, The Curse of the Crypt Keeper. Uh, it, was, it was also opened for 12 nights this year. Okay. And so also, this is where we started to had, see multiple weeks. Yes, and it was the first time they joined with hotels to do travel packages. Ah, very nice. All right, so this is, uh, this, this would is explain where year. it, yeah. Yeah, this, you guys is, this is when they took it seriously and went outside of local markets, I feel, and tried to pull to make it like a vacation like how it is. Well, I was what I was going to say is it feels like, especially this year, pulling in the Crypt Keeper as your right. a host of ceremonies outside of the first year mm-hmm. where, you know, they were like icon. Uh, like, this is the first time you're grabbing, and at the time, in 1995, this is why I was like, I'll get there. Eventually, I'll right. get to relive this when I through Crypt of Horror, and you can as well on the Patreon if you subscribe for just $1. Uh, $2. $2. Well, you tell them $1, they go in, and then no, they go, I said, oh. Now I said $1. For iconic and one dollar for slasher report, two dollar for Slay Girl Slay. Oh my god, and you're ruining it! You're ruining it. But either way, uh, because you know when we get to 1995, but in 1995, man, that was like Tales from the Crypt was the thing, dude. It was Crypt Keeper because you you were getting the movie right. around this time as well. So I was going to ask, isn't this when Demon Knight was coming out? I want to say Demon Knight came out. Uh, was it 96? I thought. I'll check 95. It out. I'll it's check 1995. It, it is 1995. It. No, it was 1995. Right. You're right. It was January of 1995. Yeah, because it came okay, out the same so time. Oh, Man actually, in the House did. <laughs> the movie came out before this. Yeah, the movie came out. So it, he uh, was it makes sense. hot to trot. Yep. He was hot to trot at this time. Why? Where I'm getting confused is Bordello of Blood comes out in 1996. Mm-hmm. So he was super hot because they wasted no time. Wow. Back to back years. Back to back years, August of 1996. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's when, that's when we got that Corey uh, Feldman classic. Oh. Uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, Dennis Miller is a saint. <laughs> uh, dude, you know what? Screw you. I, I, would, I just said they, he was the same. No, I, I, I don't know. I didn't know if you were doing that with the Dennis Miller like sarcasm uh, of uh, no, his. No. no, I love Bordello of Blood, and we'll talk about that in the Patreon for two dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, you literally like. It seems like 1995 was the year they were like, "We have something. Let's go bigger." Right, right, and that's. Absolutely what it feels like. You know, you get multiple houses, you get multiple scare zones, you get multiple shows. I would and and an icon that isn't just homegrown. This is like someone else's property. He's going to be the one to bring people in because he's the IP. Like as much as like Universal's Monsters uh house that they have there, like he's the IP that's selling people to come. And that's pretty, pretty awesome and exciting. So this is the fifth year of HHN. There's one more thing I want to talk about after this, but out of the five years, first of all, would you have gone to this year? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Tales from the Crypt Kid would have been there in a heartbeat. Just, Mm. just, just for him alone. But the addition, but it feels like there's multiple Beetlejuice as well. So 
with that as well, you know, it's like they it's like they hammered two of my favorite things as a child. Right, right. And because of that, we've done five and I'm going to do this every five. Okay. Out of all the years you've heard about from one to five, which one sounds the most enticing? Oh, damn it, man. They didn't have the freaking the T-Rex at this one, though. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like Robosaurus. I think we said last year was his last year. Yeah, yeah. God, if only they had Robosaurus at this one. Because uh, I don't want to <laughs> screw over a Robosaurus year, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know what? It's shiny. It's new. It's in front of my face, and it's got the Crypt Keeper. So I'll say five would be the one that, if I had to pick, I'd absolutely yeah. want to be there to see what they did with him. I get that 100%. 100%. I think I think this right now currently could be, but I want to say the third year is the one that I would go to um the most. But this one because like you said it's shiny and new and if I had time to sit on it, I would and maybe I will change my mind on the next episode. I'll let you know, but 3 for me, 5 for you. Okay. That that works. That works. I like it. I think that's good. I think yeah. I think we got a good thing going there. I think uh Yes. And I like I like yeah, that little checkup on It definitely sounds like a hell of a year and it definitely seems like we're keep climbing and not uh plateauing. Well, yeah, uh especially with um you know, you mentioned the uh extended nights. They they did the extended yeah. nights this time and I know that that's kind of a big thing cuz I, I you know, like we talked about with the first one where they were just like, let's just See if it'll work for three days. And then they were like, right. oh, okay, well, let's see if that'll work again. Oh, it did. All right, well, what if we do like five? Like, and uh, <laughs> now they're like, what if we did like, I don't know, 12, maybe 15? Right. Like, you know, they, it's like, it's like it, it, it felt, it feels like it's uh, the old, uh, well, we, we only do five wrestling pay-per-views. Well, you know what, Vince? We're over here at WCW going to do eight. All right, I'll do nine. We're going to do 10. Yeah. Screw it. We'll do 12. Fine. <laughs> And now there is no competition, and we've got like seven this month. So yay! Uh, yeah. Oh wait, I'm sorry. There yeah. is competition. AEW. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I like it. I I definitely I'm I'm excited to get into the 1996 retrospective next week. But before we go, yeah. uh, there are some other things about 1995 that did happen. I'd like. Wait, wait. Remember, I was going to ask you a question first before you got into this. Oh yeah. What What are you going to ask? It, it concerns this, like this year and this five, real oh, quick. Okay. So it seems that the icon of the event was the Crypt Keeper. Yes. Would you be opposed if thirty was a icon um, of an IP instead of like the Jack director, all the all the other chants? you know, out of, out of homegrown ones, would it upset you if 30s icon was like the Crypt Keeper or Beetlejuice or some, uh, maybe a, a horror villain we don't even know right now? Uh, for me, if it was Crypt Keeper, as much as I love that show, Crypt Keeper, I think, no, you know what? He's, he's big enough in the horror community. I don't know because Beetlejuice wouldn't upset me. Crypt Keeper wouldn't upset me, but I'm just thinking... Like, I want to answer this question more in a general, because for me right. personally, I really, I, I, I'd, I'd be all in no matter what they like. I'm, I'm a mark, man. They got me. But right. as a general fan, if you were trying to sell me on that big IP this year and I was looking forward to that, I feel like Crypt Keeper would upset me just because it's been so many years. 
Right. Beetlejuice, I feel like, wouldn't because I, I hate saying this because I do a show on Tales from the Crypt, but I feel like Beetlejuice is a much bigger, within that icon world, he's a bigger draw. The, the zeitgeist right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially right now. I mean, he's got a freaking Broadway play. Uh, he hasn't right. been so far removed from Universal that people who like Universal are like, you know, we're still, hell, reviewer Rob's out there uh, tweeting the same picture every day, you know? You mean Tombstone's uh, Josh? Tombstone's Josh, yeah. I get all confused. I get all confused. I'm sorry, Josh. I'm sorry, Rob. I'll get you guys right one day. Listen, Josh, is already, Josh already is like, F me, because uh, I took like 24 hours to even see a message he sent me, because I thought it came through the Haunters one, because I see all the messages through Haunters. Right. But right. he sent it to my personal one, and I didn't see it until I got on TweetDeck at like 5.30 this morning at work, and was like, oh, that wasn't for Zach? Like... Uh-oh. <laughs> I should reply to him. So oh, that makes me uh yeah, so happy. no, it it, it shouldn't cuz my misery. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Josh, but that's that's what I'm trying to say is I feel like he's gotcha. a bigger he's a bigger drug. Nobody's out there like bring back tales from the crypt HBO. There is a crowd, no. but we also it's it's all I'll, I'll, I could talk about it on the show. I could do a whole episode yeah, yeah, dedicated yeah. to it, but it's stuck in a Friday the 13th type hell. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it is. It is worse, though. It is a yeah. thousand times worse. That's why when everybody oh, was like, sucks. oh, M. Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong is going to be bringing it back. I right. I laughed and was like, oh, you people are never going to see that freaking show happen. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, so it is in worse hell than Friday the 13th is uh, stuck in. Oh, wow. So, well, yeah. That might be another yeah. reason we might not be, even be able to see him. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think he was a cool host for his time. And yeah. if, you know, they do eventually end up rebooting it and can bring him back, I could see him down the line. I don't see an IP either. I just wanted to get your thoughts on it before uh, before we ended the show. Yeah, yeah. And as we end the show, uh, every time you do a retrospective, I like to dive into other things that happened that year because it bores you. But it makes me happy. Mm. Although we don't really have much to talk about in 1995. It was uh, relatively quiet around the world. Uh, One really big event, though, did stand out to me. And that was in Mm -hmm. October, O.J. Simpson was found not guilty of murder. So uh, a year ago, we had talked about him uh, in the slow speed chase. uh, And now a year later, not guilty. Also, uh, this will make us all feel old. Born this year, Gigi Hadid, uh, Post Malone. Kendall Jenner oh. and American okay. gymnast Gabby Douglas, who uh, will be Very representing cool. uh, America at the Summer Games Very this cool. year. I hear you yeah, doing yeah, things yeah. in the background. Uh, that's very disrespectful to the people that we lost this year. As in 1995, we said farewell to Easy D, uh, Selena, and uh, Jerry Garcia. But you can purchase Jerry Garcia in a pouch for $15. So uh, he will always be there around your neck. Uh, and uh, those are some of the big events of 1995 there, Zach. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, uh, hold on. Um, oh, man, that was cool, buddy. Yep. Yeah, That's okay. Cool. You know what? I what? You, you can belittle this all you want, but uh, people were educated right there. 
People learned a mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I did. Uh, I learned yeah. everything. Yeah. I, I I learned that OJ Garcia is an ice cream. <laughs> I I I learned that Post Malone was found not guilty in a court. What's that about? Nineteen ninety five. No, I'm excited. Good job, man. All right, buddy. You know what? And in 1995, there was a film called Demon Knights that premiered in January. On that note. Oh, woo! Stay scared. Hey, oh, wait. Yeah, we didn't even do it. <laughs> Happy birthday to Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! Uh, yeah, if you're listening to this on the 25th, woo! One time woo! for Ric Flair. Uh, just there don't take a Ric Flair chop across the chest from Zach, because you'll be left <sighs> bleeding. Yeah, you know I'll rock your world. You, you... For all of you people out there that go, oh, wrestling's fake. Yeah, he chopped me once, Ric Flair style. My chest went red and started bleeding. <laughs> so, yeah, wrestling's real. That wasn't even a fall. <laughs> he no, just chopped no. me, damn it. Nope, you didn't bump. I just gave you gave you a loud-ass chop. <laughs> and it, oh, it felt so good. It felt so good. Oh, I know. Woo! One more time for the 71st birthday of one Ric Flair. And on that note, stay scary, my friends. Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend. And you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you.